Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When is the last time that you really took a step-by-step -step approach to creating the life that you want to have? What's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well. Today's episode will be joined by my friend, Brian Covey, and he's going to bring practical, this is probably honestly one of the most practical and tangible episodes in the history of this show. Step by step, Brian is going to lay out tools for stepping into creating and building the life that you want to have. This episode was phenomenal to listen to, like in person and in real time. Like I'm actually going to listen to this again and take down notes because like you, I'm always learning. And so when I get to have a mentor in my life, like Brian come on the show and to be able to sit here, invest into them, invest into myself with my time, effort, energy, and learn is so 
powerful. This is going to be a phenomenal episode. I highly, highly recommend that you sit down with a pen and a piece of paper or your notebook or computer and listen to the tools that Brian's going to lay out in this journey. His journey from overcoming some pretty major obstacles in his life to becoming a professional soccer player to now a leader in the personal development space. That said, one of the things I will tell you as well is to be sure to check out our new Discord. If you go to thinkunbroken.com slash Discord, you'll be able to join the community where we're doing coaching, where we're doing community connection. There's a lot of fun things happening over there. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is download the app and join the community. And without further ado, my friends, let's get into the show. We'll be right back to the show. But before we do, I'm going to take a moment and tell you about my new book, Unbroken Man. A man's guide to being the hero of their own story. I sat down a few months ago and realized that there are so many men in the world that need guidance, that need support, that need to learn about trauma, removing themselves from toxic masculinity, breaking down the barriers to vulnerability, getting unstuck, and ultimately learning the tools to become the hero of their own story. Unbroken Man is available for pre-order right now if you go to men.thinkunbroken.com where you'll also get access to over $1,000 in bonuses, including the six-week in-depth trauma healing coaching app, which you'll get instant access to. I created Unbroken Man to be accessible to everyone around the world, but it is written for men from the guise of a man, and I hope that you will find it to be a practical tool on your healing journey in the same way that thousands of men around the world have. So check out men.thinkunbroken.com to pre-order, and until next time, be unbroken. What's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my friend and guest, Brian Covey. Brian, my friend, how are you? What is going on in your world today? Oh, man, I'm doing awesome. This is great that we get to connect up. I know um, you're coming off a big weekend, and we got to spend some time in Atlanta and, and love what you're doing. So I'll just say, to kick this off, one, it's an honor to be on and to be able to share some of my backstory and things that'll help people. Um, but I also think it's really cool that we get to share conversations like this and really make an impact on people that you may never hear about and really do good in the world, which I think we need a lot more of. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And and when we connected in Atlanta, I was like, oh, man, I love your story. I love your mission. I feel like this audience, the Unbroken Nation, is going to really resonate with everything because it's such this beautiful story about overcoming the adversities right of life and people may look at you now and go oh man that guy has everything he's got the family and the kids and you know he's on these big stages he lives this ideal life and then i sit here and i go that ain't how things work so brian for those who do not know you can you tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got to where you are today i love it so i always start this as both of my parents worked and I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. So those that know Memphis, great barbecue, by the way. And I had an older brother, five years older than me. And Lee, if you think about anybody that's the younger sibling, you always follow around. Like you go where the older sibling goes. And so I grew up on a soccer field and that's where a lot of my life lessons were taught. My dad coached, you know, we went to church often. He is a Christian psychologist. So I had very interesting upbringing that'll come out some today that I'll share with you. My mom worked for the city and then we did kind of after school and all. And I found out at an early age, like one for me, sports was an outlet because I was probably an aggressive kid, had a lot of energy and I needed somewhere to like put that energy um, because I could easily get into trouble uh, for those guys out there that understand that. Like if your energy is not directed in the right spot, it can very quickly turn into bad. So I had some great mentors and coaches that shaped me at an early age. 
early in my life, I had some big success, right? And I ended up actually making the Olympic team into the pool. And my first setback in life was making it all the way to the pool and realizing I was one of probably 50 great athletes in the country. And there were people better than me. And so I actually got cut before the team went on to Japan that year. And I, I remember back, it was like a decision in my life that I still look back to this day of, I could have quit. A lot of people, you know, that moment when you almost make it to the goal, you quit. That, that's what a lot of people do. And I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to keep working. And I remember that single decision in my life would carry forward into other decisions and decisions I would make and how I just viewed life was, man, when you don't quit, life actually gets better. And I would have regretted quitting in that moment because then I went on to play college soccer, professional soccer, and has really shaped who I am today, where part of my character and who I am is when I've been faced with adversity in like 2007, 2008, both of our first two kids were born. Anybody that knows the real estate and housing market knows that it crashed. Probably the worst time to be in the industry. And oh, by the way, my wife and I are living in Florida with no family. And we had our first two kids. We had no idea what we were doing. At least me. My wife was phenomenal. But I remember looking back, and that was another pivotal moment in my life of, man, who am I going to be as a dad? Now, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not a teenager getting cut from a team, which, yes, that was important in the moment. But that really was shaping me for later of, lost my job. I'm in Florida. There's really nowhere to go. I have no family. And I had another decision to make in my career. And my career had, you know, it had gone up, up, up at that point, right? Like that's just what you think your career is going to do. Not the way it worked for me. And I was taught lessons in that moment of financial responsibility. And I understood that you work for a company in that moment and they would replace me. If I got fired or my job was eliminated, they would move on with or without me. And I started to realize, okay, this pattern's creating in my life of, what am I going to do when I'm punched in the face or adversity hits me? So with that, we made a decision. I said, you know what? I took whatever job they would give me. I called around. I did not quit again. I'm like, what can I go do? And I just volunteered for like ad hoc jobs, right? Within the company. I was like, I'll do whatever it takes. We ended up getting moved back to Nashville and Franklin where we live now. And I will say that was another turning point in my life and has shaped who I am today because in that moment, a lot of people, if you lose your job or something tragic happens there, again, you, you can retreat and you can go back, but I made a decision in that moment. And I'd love to tell you that it all just worked out perfect and all these things happened and all of that, but like, that's not the way it worked. I spent literally the next five to six years rebuilding everything from credit, saving up money again, because all our savings was gone in the crash and all of our wealth that we had built. And so I started over. And it was a very humbling experience to realize you can have it all, and in an instant, it could be taken away if you're not prepared. So fast forward, about five years ago, I was working for a great organization. This was the third turning point, and I say pivotal moment in my life that has really been a catalyst for who I am today, is I'm working for a great team. I think everything's going well, top performer, and I get a call. I'll never forget Cinco de Mayo, and one of the leaders and mentors I looked up to said, hey, Brian, you're just not a fit anymore. We're going to go a different direction. We don't, we don't really need your services anymore. Okay. Well, I've seen this before in my life. And I'll be honest, I was on my knees praying, crying, worried. At that point, we had just had now our third child. And so I'm like, what do I do as a father and a provider? How in the world do I tell my wife? One, because I'm embarrassed, all the emotions are going. And then two, what am I going to do? And I remember someone asked, they go, what's your plan B? And this actually changed my mindset about life in general um, as I've moved forward is I had no plan B. 
It was nothing. Like I was all in on that. Fast forward five years later, a lot of work, a lot of coaches, a lot of inside work that I had been putting off and not done that forced me to go take a look at what does success look like for Brian and his family? What is it I really want to do? What's my calling and how can I live life not about me, but about other people and use my gifts and talents that I believe I do have and God's given me, how am I going to use those? And so I started to create a life that was actually worth living. And I stopped living for a paycheck, living for a job, living for career promotions. And I figured out what was really important to me and my wife and our family. And those, I share all of those because those were three really pivotal moments in my life that I've had others that have happened, but those shaped how I think and where I am. And today I'm a different man because of it. I'm still on the journey learning. And I'd love to tell you there's not setbacks or things that, that, you know, that don't happen, but they do, but I'm more prepared for them and I know how to act. So that's a little bit of my story of what's happened there. Probably relates to a lot of people that have been through ups and downs and you've had some wins, you've had some losses and I'm still here. I'm still in the game. Yeah. And I, I think you have to be willing to, to take the losses. Like you're going to take some L's like that shit's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, like no one is undefeated. You know what I mean? Um, not, not in life, career relationships, family, community, like you're always going to have to learn through those failures. One of the things and you, you mentioned when, when we started that this weekend, I had a ton of things going on. And, and one of the things that sat with me probably more so than ever in my life is this idea about going all in. And just hearing again and again these stories of all the people that mentor me, my mentors, Grant Cardone, Tom Bilyeu, being able to hear them go, man, I remember when we were shopping at Costco, when our our credit was 450, when we had no money, when our you know we sold our car and our house to make our dreams come true. And I was sitting there, Brian, hearing this and, and absorbing it maybe just because the energy was different. Maybe I'm in a different place in my life. And just thinking to myself, man, the only time people are truly successful is when even if their back is against the wall, they continue to go all in and don't quit. What I'd love for you to dive into is talk about your experience with that and how that shaped your life. Yeah, if I go back, 07, 08 was interesting because, you know, still relatively young, right? We were around 30 years old at that time, two kids, and you realize it's not just about you. And when your back's against the wall and it's just you, it's different, I would say, than when it's you and you're married and you have kids, right? So I've learned that. And I remember like having a lot of things, like we had the house, we had the cars and all that stuff, but I was over leveraged. We had way too much that we had really not planned for. And it's very humbling when you're living off credit cards and when you're borrowing money out of this account and you're having to pay this to pay that. And I remember literally, I will never forget this. I was writing down my budget on a piece of paper and going back to like almost an envelope type system and like budgeting down to like the pennies and the dollars And it makes you realize in that moment, if you haven't been there, you don't know the feeling of like, you you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from in a way. Although you're working and you've got these things there, you're like, how am I going to make this next bill? How am I going to create a life that that I've dreamed of for my family? But I'm looking at this going like, I'm like negative in the balance. I have nothing saved up. So you've really experienced that. And people talk about it a lot. And I don't open up about it as much because it was um, it was a painful season for us, you know. But as I hear more people open up, it's like, dude, I think we've all been through that at some point to get to the other side. 
Because unless you've been at rock bottom and you've had like no money and you're figuring out like, how do I borrow from here to get to there? And you're becoming resourceful is one of the greatest skills in life that there's enough resources out there. It's just, are you willing to go get them? And starting at the bottom, dude, there's something to that because I look back to it now and there are fundamentals and principles that I only learned during those seasons that I now have. And they say, when you make more money, you have more money. It just actually puts a magnifying glass on your priorities and who you are. It doesn't solve all your problems, right? Like people are just going to make more money. It's going to solve all my problems. Well, if you have issues over here or issues over there, it just magnifies it. So that was a financial lesson that I needed to learn. And unfortunately, sometimes we learn it the hard way. And I look back to that one. The thing I know now, I wasn't investing in myself properly. Lesson number one. Number two, I wasn't taking the right risks. And number three, I had a spending problem. Like truly, I was spending things, money on things that I wanted to impress people and all of that that you hear about to impress people that really didn't care. And it wasn't going to help me get further in life. And I wish I had those lessons earlier because um, those, those were learned the hard way through that. So if I can impart that on anyone is investing in yourself is one of the best ways for you to actually make growth and to actually generate more wealth and success and fulfillment in your life. And then two, and I was, I was spending money on stuff that just doesn't matter. I look back now, none of that mattered, right? And then three, like actually have a budget. Be smart about the risks you take and understand where you're going. That would be the financial lessons um, that that was taught to me. Most people, unfortunately, don't, don't get to learn those. We don't learn it in school, right? We don't, we don't really pick that up unless it's life. Yeah, and, and one of the reasons I hated school, I just felt like I was always in this position of not actually learning things that were applicable to the life that I was living. And one of the things like you, I could not agree with those three things more because I found myself when I was in my mid twenties, I was making six figures working for a fortune 10 and I was 40 grand in debt working two jobs, right? Yeah. Spending, buying stuff. There's no way ever. I have none of that stuff anymore. Dude, I had the biggest Blu-ray correction you've ever seen in your life. Nonsense, right? right. And you know, I think about that. I look at those moments. I go, man, everything changed. And I don't know if this held true for you. So I'm curious. Everything changed for me when I started investing in myself. Hmm. What was that like for you? Oh, so the, the, let me ask you this for what was the catalyst for the decision to start investing in yourself? So my story is a little different here. Um, The dads will be able to align with this probably is I look back my first two kids. I sacrificed time. I wasn't there. Um, I traveled because I gave my heart and soul to corporate America. So for anybody that's been on the road and knows what that's like, you're away. It's, it's hard on your spouse. And I remember watching this video had come up and I, I think there's divine moments that happen in our life. I believe that. And one of my mentors and coaches actually showed up and I don't remember how we got connected, but you know, when you see that video and there's like a tugging at your heart and you're like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what this is. I take an introductory call and I talk to this gentleman and I remember he's talking the program like, man, this is awesome. This is what I need. This is for married businessmen that run businesses. They've got kids and they're struggling with like, how do you integrate? How do you balance life? Like, how do you, how do you do all these things and actually show up and be a dad and not end up being divorced, not end up filing bankruptcy, not end up just failing, right? It, it things that you want to be successful at. And I remember he's like, it's $10,000. And I didn't have $10,000, just didn't have it. And I was like, hey, 
can, can I do like a payment plan? Like I can put it on my credit card. I'll figure out a way to pay you, but I know I need this. I'm coachable. I've been an athlete. I think what like you're going to teach me is going to help me and I can help other people. And I want to go, I want to be part of this. And I'll never forget committing to it, which required me to fly away, go for an entire weekend. Um, those of you that probably know some of these men's group, I mean, it was more physical, mental, but also spiritual healing that needed to take place for myself. And I found a way again, be resourceful. I found a way to make it work and spending that money. I'll never forget. Um, I was scared as hell to tell my wife because when you don't have money and you go tell your wife, you're going to invest in yourself. It's not an easy conversation. Um, that for me, as I look back, changed the trajectory of my entire life. And that was just five years ago, by the way. And so I dabbled. This is what I call dabbling. It's like I would invest $100 for a seminar. Maybe I'd get crazy one time and spend 500 bucks and go somewhere. Let me just be clear. That's not investing in yourself. If that's how little you think of yourself, that's the little bit of return you will get, which is zero. When I started putting real money and sacrifice and putting things where there was consequences and it was on the line, my life changed. From then, $10,000 seems like a drop in the hat. And I don't mean that to be arrogant. I just mean it to be when I got serious and invested in myself and I saw what the output and the return would be on that, I never looked back. I never looked back. And that was the experience and moment for me that changed everything. And then when I got back to Nashville, I found a coach and I've since then worked with several coaches in different seasons, different things that I'm working on in myself that I've personally hired and spent more money than I could have imagined and been able to give money to charities and places that I never could have imagined. And that's what I tell people is try to out invest yourself. You can't do it. You can't do it. If you put in the work. Yeah, man. I resonate with that so much. I remember the, the first time I cut a check for five figures for a conference, I was like, this is terrifying. Yes. And and in that moment, the, the terror, honestly, Brian, the terror was this idea that, I, you know, I come from nothing. So many people listening to the show right now, they don't have a dollar to their name. And, and like, I'm, I get it. I get it. I was homeless as a kid. I stole food to survive. I found myself in massive debt in my 20s after working myself into something. And, and that first time I, I was shaking because I was like, dude, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And then what happened was I learned something really important, something that you just touched on. Those courses for $97 for 290s, I never did anything with them. Like I literally never, I mean, I probably have 37 Kajabi courses. <laughs> you know, you're like, I never did anything. But when I invested, man, I cannot tell you how hard I went on like, let's make sure we get this done. And I stepped into it with this idea and notion of like, I'm willing to be coachable. Because I think so many people, I don't know if you experience this or not, and, and where I want to go with this is trying to understand how we can help people navigate this. I think so many people are relying on these programs to change their lives, and they just don't. That's not how it works. You have to show up. You have to do the work. And there's a handful, there's a segment of people where they're looking to say, well, I tried. It didn't work for me. And what I'm curious about is why, why does this work for you? Why has investing in yourself actually worked? Because I know there, there are people right now who are listening to this won't buy a $9 book. And I get it because I used to be that guy. But I, I know the impact and power of this. So why does investing actually work for you? 
So as I look back, you know, I've got, I think a little bit of an advantage in the sense of I was an athlete and I recognize the great coaches demanded the most out of me and I put the most work in. There were sacrifices made at that time. It wasn't money. It was time. It was the coaches that I didn't just do the regular practice. I did the extra. I went out and trained and did strength training and extra running and all of that stuff. Whole other story, but overweight is an early teenager and had to battle through some of that. And so what I realized though, is then later in life, why it works for me now is I changed my mindset. And I know that sounds simple. I'm going to break that down. Though. I'm not going to leave that. I want you to actually see what's underneath that. What that means for me is I started to make daily decisions for the person that I wanted to become. I want to become this great dad. I want to become this great husband. I want to become this great leader. And there are daily decisions that I recognized in my life that I couldn't get there on my own. Because if I could, I would have done it, right? Like if I could figure it out by myself, I would be doing something different than I am today. So one, recognize you can't get there by yourself. Two, realizing that all of the greats, the people that we really go, wow, they are doing some things that I'd like to do. Recognizing that no man is perfect, but recognizing that they do have advantages and they've learned lessons. They have knowledge that maybe you don't have today. I recognized I didn't have that knowledge, but I wanted it. I wanted to get there faster. I knew coaches in my life that helped me accomplish that before. So when I changed my mindset, I got down to very basic what am I going to do today and cast votes, actions? Fitness for me was a foundation. It just, it, to this day, it has been a foundation for early in the morning. I recognize I need to do something mentally and physically difficult, challenge myself, break a sweat, do something that's going to challenge me because it's going to require me to become a person and make a decision and vote for the person that I want to become. Underneath that, as you start to make these decisions, your confidence starts to grow. And what I recognize was when you start to involve yourself in coaching, then you start to change the people that you're around. You start to have different conversations and you will start to attract people in your life that are on the same mission and the same goal. See, the problem for most of us is the reason why we stay where we are is because we stay around people that are okay with being average. It's why they're investing in a $97 course thinking it's going to change their life. It's why you're still hanging around the same people that five years ago and then today they're doing the same thing and complaining about the same BS they were then. Until you change your surroundings and the people you're with and you really commit, you are not changing your life. I thought I was. Look, guys, I thought I was. I had some success. But five years ago, I can tell you when I made the decision and I went all in and went this direction, ever since then, it's been like stacking, like building a house. You get better. You get more confidence. You get in a better room with people that have knowledge and experience. And so what I would share with anyone is, you have to make the first decision today and commit to the person you want to become. You can't change what's in your past. And as soon as I got clear on that is I can't go back, I can only go forward. My focus is forward. What am I doing today? And this is a tip that I would tell you is I latched onto this concept that helped me through difficult decisions, which you're all going to have. Your emotions are going to want to get in charge versus your actions. So I chose actions over feelings, but I reduced the amount of time Michael, between a decision and an action, meaning if I say I'm going to eat healthier, my next meal better be healthy. If I said I'm going to walk and do exercise, I'm going to go walk right now. If I said I'm going to make more sales calls today, I'm doing them now. I don't wait for tomorrow. I don't wait for next week. That concept helped me because even though sometimes I didn't get it 100% right, I'm not perfect, it pushed me forward to take action. And that was, I will tell you, that's worth the price of admission right there because I still use that today as a positive trigger 
to go, Brian, you said you were going to do this. You need to go do it now. Don't wait. If you wait, things will happen. Less likelihood it will happen. Go do it now. And that's what coaching is. It's going to push you outside your comfort zone. You still have to do the work. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to do the work for you. But I will tell you on the other side of coaching is people that will come alongside you and challenge you and bring out greatness in you that you didn't know you had. So, dude, I'm, I'm a believer and, and I recognize the work I've put in. You know, I know it and I can recognize it in other people. Yeah, same. I mean, you know, it's funny because I look at the rooms that I'm in and the circles that I'm in and like being in a room with you. And I think to myself, you know, what's really funny about these rooms we may have paid a tremendous amount of money. We may even be sitting on the stage that night, right? But we're all sitting there with our notebook learning. It's incredible. I mean, I was in a room with a billionaire recently and he was just taking notes. I was like, this is unbelievable. And I, I was on Facebook and I'm not typically on there other than to post, but I posted something. I saw someone in my feed who I've been friends with-ish for you know 15 years. And I looked at their post and they're doing the same damn thing that we were doing when we were 18 years old. And I thought to myself for a moment, I'm like, man, I'll always love this person. I will always have a great sense of admiration for this person, but I'm not hanging out with this person. I, because you can't, because the moment you say, man, I was at this conference, I invested, I showed up, I've got a coach. They go, why? And I go, good for you. I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that you're here taking control of your life because the truth is every single time I've tried to do this on my own, dude, I have crashed and burned so damn hard where I'm like, shit, man, what am I doing? Yeah. Why I'm sitting here like, uh, and, and I'll tell you this, I've read mm, 700 books in the last decade and I'll, none of those have been as impactful as sitting in a conversation with someone and then being like, look, this is the baseline. This is the roadmap. This is the thing that you need to do. As you've been in this journey, what do you think are kind of the key pillars or cornerstones that you've learned about yourself that are possibly transferable to those listening right now? We'll be right back, but I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive. It's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. You know, one is the energy you put out is, I believe in the law of attraction. It's happened in my life so many times that, that I just, I, I believe it and I know it to be true. And for many of us, the energy we're putting out is why we're not attracting the right people in our life. But you can make a choice today. Like right now, you can attract the right people. And it's funny because the other day, I'm looking with a friend at their Instagram feed and Facebook feed. They're complaining about it. And I said, well, dude, I love my feed because I choose. I snooze people that are negative. I, I snooze. I, I defriend people. I have taken control of that because I recognize the input that I put into my mind and my body matters. It's what comes out of me. 
whatever I pour into my cup is what's going to come out of it. And so for anybody listening is you need to make some tough decisions about who you choose to surround yourself with because you're creating a life based on the choices that stack up every day. And the biggest one for me and what you can do today is who do you allow to have space in your life that you listen to? And right now we have this culture that's like, you know, we love to hate on things and to put things down and talk about all that. Like, look, I only have so much energy in the day and I want to talk with people that are doing things and talking about where we're going to go and how we're going to change lives and make the world better. I recognize their problems. I'm not ignorant to the fact that that's happening, but I'm not going to sit around and complain about it. I'm not going to sit around and talk about stories that don't have things that are of relevance to me. And so when you start cutting out nonsense and useless time, you do that by choosing the people you're around. You do that by choosing the content which you choose to consume. And I started picking people. So a huge one for me, I'll just give a shout out. Ed Milet was a big one through my journey the last several years. And, you know, folks like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, I chose people that I allowed to come in my life that I said, you know what, they're going to make me better. When I listen to what they say, it resonates. I can take an action from this. You can do that today. And guess what? Last time I checked, it's free. Like that part's free. Now to invest at the next level, I would challenge you to find one commitment you can make this year. Ask around and plenty of us would tell you, hey, based on where you are and where you want to go, this is the one conference. I believe in person is where you need to invest. You need to go and get in the rooms with people because you're one person away from a breakthrough in your life. You don't know who that one person is going to be. It's happened to me over and over. Every conference I go to, by the way, it's not even just one person. I feel like it's 10 people. Like when we met, I go, we're going to do something. That's, that's one connection because you showed up. So find the one place you can invest this year. And if money's tight for you, I get it. But you know what? The way the world works today is you might have access to credit or you might have people that believe in you and might even sponsor you or figure out a way to help you get there. Set your excuses aside and figure out how you can get in the room and commit to it. And then you'll find a way. I found every time when I've committed, I'll find a way. But it's, it's typically the commitment that we struggle with. And then we'll find the resources to get there. The last one I would share with you is you give yourself some grace. A lot of us are too freaking hard on ourselves and our past and our upbringing and the stories we keep telling ourselves and the things that are there. And this can be day one for you to start over. And I know it sounds cliche. You've probably heard it before and all that, but I believe it to be true because I've done it in my own life. Is you can start where you are today and define what success looks like for you. And that's what matters is what is success in your life? Do you want to be a great dad? Do you want to be a great husband? Do you want to spend more time with your kids? Do you want to travel more? Do you want to make more money? Do you want to speak on stages? Whatever it is, define success so clearly that when someone asks you what success is, you can tell them and it's clear and you own it and it will motivate you in the times that you're down, you're not feeling it, you're not in that mood because guess what? It happens to all of us. And I believe when you do those actions, those alone, they're very simple, those three I just gave you, you can do them today. And they will move you forward. And then what I've found is I've put myself in rooms and I've invested and then I've actually committed and redefined success along the way is, man, a lot of times I'm not thinking big enough. And you're going to find opportunities in your own life that you can level up here. And this stacking principle that I always call about compounding time is you're going to be able to do more in the amount of time that you actually invest and do things than you ever thought possible because your capacity grew and you're not going to do it alone. So that'd be my inspiration is I'm no different than anybody listening out there. 
I just put in the work and I'm committed to a better version of myself. And I'm always going to be a student learning because I've recognized I don't know it all. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some days I feel that way. I'm like starting over. You know, it is, it, it does. It feels like every day is starting over, you know, and it, you know, I want to touch on a couple of things. Like even the music you put into your ears impacts you. I mean, I was driving, um, <laughs> I was driving a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, I haven't listened to that Drake album in a long time. And I put it on. I'm like, damn near crying in the car. I'm emotional. I'm remembering this breakup I went through. This is like a decade ago, man. And I'm like, we ain't listening to Drake for a minute. This is out. Right. And so I'm like, what do I need to do? What do you need to put in your ears, in your eyes, in your heart, in your mouth to be able to find yourself to be successful? And, and I think it's so easy to get caught up in the fear of it all. Right. We always talk about fear. We've talked about fear on the show a million times, but it's I look at it like this. You know, even the idea, this thing that you brought light to that I think is incredibly important in our journeys is how small we think how small we think because you look at people and you go, ah, I'll never be able to do that. And I'm like, are you sure? Cause they're as dumb as I am. And somehow they figured it out. So what do you need to do? What do you need to bring? Who do you need to bring into your life to be able to manifest that? And look, you don't have, it's not about being a billionaire. It's not about owning a plane. It's not about any, it's about who you want to be. You know, I think the most important thing people have to remember is success is defined as by what you want success to be defined as, yes. you know, for many of us, myself included coming from trauma, coming from abuse, being in uh, this mindset that we're not good enough, strong enough, capable enough. It leaves us trapped. And you brought up this word grace. And I want to go back to it because I really don't think people heard you. And I heard you because I'm sitting here and I'm like, that word has been so impactful in my life. And I'd love for you to dive in a little bit deeper into the role that it's played and, and what grace has actually meant for you. Oh, man. Well, a principle I live by is love God and love people. And that's a guiding light for me to, to be this lighthouse in a world that is dark at times. And there's things that happen and we never know who we can impact, but it starts with us. And, and grace is not earned. You don't have to earn it. It's, it's freely given to you. But the challenge for most of us is we don't accept it. We don't, we don't believe we're worthy of it. We don't believe that we could actually be forgiven for things that we've done and move forward. And people will see us for who we are. And, and I think grace, you know, my buddies wrote a song here um, talking about grace wins. And I always think about grace is your best friend, your, your spouse, the people you love the most. Think about how often you've forgiven them and how often they've forgiven you. And, and we've all done things. I look back and go, man, I wish I could take that back. Right? It happens almost every day. But grace is giving yourself permission to move forward towards a better life and a better version of yourself and realizing you can't do anything to earn it. It's just freely given. So I would challenge you today to accept it because once you can accept grace for what it is, you're going to understand that you were created for something bigger and greater and all of the trials and tribulations, everything you've been through, I believe God has done that for you, not to you. And that is your story and your impact that now you've been given an opportunity experiences like no one else, that your gifts and your experiences culminated together is what will make a difference in the world. 
It's why your story has impact and meaning and it touches our heart. We don't sit here. Look, there's not a lot of new ideas shared out there. Let's be real. Like we hear the same stuff. It's just reset differently, repackaged by a different person. Grace will change your life when you accept it and understand that you're loved and that you actually have a purpose here. Now it's just time for you to live it, man. Go live it. Don't hold back. When you're at war with yourself, how do you navigate that? It's tough, dude. Um, I've been there a lot and I recognized, I'll get kind of tactical on this because I think that's what will help people. That's what helped me is there were triggers in my life when I would have like battles, like when my anger would come out or I would get frustrated or I would think negatively about myself, like negative self-talk. Our subconscious is a lot more powerful than we think, right? So you remember back, my dad's a psychologist. So there's a lot of things that I went back to that I wish I'd learned as a kid that I'm able to ask and I'm learning. Our brain is very powerful when we think about over 80, 90% of the thoughts are repeated, typically negative, right? We've all heard that. So think about is that's the frame of what we're working with. What if you were able to program in and start your day with positive thoughts, right? I'm not talking about you got to run around, positive affirmations, hitting your chest and all that stuff. I started to recognize triggers. When did I get frustrated? Where was I? By who? What frustrated me? What triggered me there? And how was I responding? Well, I had learned a really cool tool and skill as an athlete, which was visualization, right? So as you don't know about, you would visualize a game, basically the plays, what would happen, all the things there. Well, I started to tactically visualize in my day, in my life, things that were going wrong when I'd get mad, when I'd get frustrated, and I would visualize myself responding as a better person. I'm not going to get frustrated in that moment. When someone says something that triggers me, here's how I'm going to choose to respond. I started to reprogram my brain, which we all can. And I started to think about self-awareness. When does it happen? Why does it happen? What's my better response? And over time, it's like a muscle. It gets better. And so what I'd say is I have those self-battles. Look, they still happen today. The triggers don't go away. Let's be clear. Like I still have moments in my day where I get frustrated or angry. But that time, again, I shortened the window of, okay, here's what my response is going to be. I'm going to be calm in that moment. I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to move this way. If I feel myself talking negatively or feeling like I'm not worthy of an opportunity, which by the way happened, I was offered to speak at some event. And I was like, my first reaction, I'm, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. Immediately catch yourself. You have to be aware of it to reprogram the next step, which is, yeah, you know what? There is a reason why I'm there. Thank you. I am honored to do that. I will step up to the plate because I think it might even been Ken. Jocelyn shared this is, you know, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so I'm like, okay, God, you've called me to do something. I don't know what it is, but if you're saying this is an opportunity, I feel like it's where I need to go. I'm going to show up. For many of us, we just got to show up and put the work in and allow ourselves to be great versus cutting off and saying no or not taking action we know we need to. So for me, that's just some of the tactical, practical stuff I do is self-awareness and reprogramming the brain so I know how I'm going to respond better and how I'd choose to respond. Yeah, I, I love that. And and committing to add another layer is committing to those big goals. You know, one of the things that I declared early on this year is said, we're going to do 365 episodes this year. We haven't missed a day and, and so much. And trust me, it is not easy. I promise you. And, and the thing about it is you look at that and you go, all right, commit to the life you want to have, commit to the life that you want to have, build the community in that life and make sure you guys are connected and on the same page because 
you know, if, if I like, you know, I think about this, man, if I don't reach out to you, if I don't get on that plane, if I don't travel, if I'm not there in that room, we're not having this conversation. Right. And it's about committing to these dreams, to these goals, while also simultaneously being what I believe probably the most important aspect of this is being incredibly patient. I don't know about you, but I've, I've never successfully done anything first 10, 20th, 100th attempt. It's taken me years and years and years to get to where I'm at. And, and I sit here and I look at it, I go, man, where else can I go? How big can we get? And we get, we get stuck because these false narratives that become our beliefs are ingrained and groomed into us in, in our youth. And as adults, we're sitting here having to face the reality that unless we go and look at ourselves in the mirror, nothing's going to be different. And for me, one of the major catalysts of my journey is, you know, I'm 350 pounds, smoking two packs a day, drinking myself to sleep and massive debt. And when I looked in the mirror and I said, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? And and that kind of ties into where you were a little bit ago. I ask myself every single day now, who do I need to be today for tomorrow? Yeah. And And that's become this really powerful catalyst in this journey. I think that there are people, let me rephrase that. I know that there are people listening right now who are probably like, yeah, but you guys figured out something I haven't figured out. What would you say to them? One is, yes, we have, which is the fact that we took action when we didn't feel like it. We were fearful. We had all the same emotions that you have. The difference is we actually committed and took the action. And so the knowledge and information is out there. It is. Think about today, like people we just shared, you could go listen to them. You could consume all their content every day. Problem is until you take action, you take action and commit and have a clear vision and understand where you're going and you've defined success, you're going to stay in the same spot that you are today. It's why you are where you are. It's why I was where I was for several years. I just repeated the same year and it was there. And so I'd say, yes, we've done something different. Do we know something different than you? Wish I could tell you there was some life hack or some huge secret to success. I think as you listen back to everything I've shared, I've been through more things than we've even shared today that if I had it figured out, guess what? I wouldn't make all the mistakes that I still make today. So I don't have anything like superpower or anything figured out. What I have figured out though is surrounding myself with great people, being a student of the game and committing to a better version of myself realizing that I was created to do something bigger than what I'm doing today. I believe that. That's why I'm still on the earth. That's why I'm here today. I'm going to show up as that person, man, because people need me. And a friend of mine shared this. You can't pour from an empty cup. And I was brought up and I was told it was selfish to take care of myself, to go do these self-improvement things, to, to go spend money and time and like, you're taking time away from somebody else, right? Like we were taught this as, man, you got to take care of everybody else. If you take care of everybody else, it'll take care of you. I don't actually believe that's true. I actually, I've shifted my mindset on that too. When I started to take care of myself, mentally, physically, spiritually, all those areas, I was a better version of me for the people I cared about the most. So until you're willing to commit and invest in yourself, what's coming out of your cup is the same toxic BS that you've had. It's the same stuff. You've got to replace it. You've got to make it better. You've got to improve that. And every day, 
It's a gradual process. And that's when I go back to give yourself some grace because every day you're going to have some wins and you're going to have some things. I still have them today. I look back and go, man, I could have done that better. I wish I'd shown up better in that situation. Why didn't I make that decision faster? When you become aware of the decisions, you have more opportunities. You create a life that's worth living. And so I would stop playing games and messing with yourself and thinking that somebody has something. I used to believe this as well, that they were just lucky or they didn't work hard. They just happened to have an opportunity land in their lap or something hit for them. No, man, people that are successful work hard. Straight up, the people that I'm around, I watch the hours and the amount of effort and energy they put in. They work hard. Until you're willing to put in the energy and effort and commit, you're going to stay in the same spot. Yeah, well said. And, and that's why I've created this show because I thought to myself, what is my mission? I want to end generational trauma in my lifetime through education and information. And I, I look at so much of this about being like, here it is for you. It's right here. Listen to what Brian said. Listen to what all these amazing human beings who have been on this show have had to say because there's tools here. There are things. That's why it's practical. Like the, I don't ever bring people on the show who cannot give someone a tool because I think that's so important because we're letting you circumvent. Trust me, if I could get all my money and all my time back from having to do all the things I've done, man, that would be amazing, but I can't. So I say to myself, who and what can I give to the Unbroken Nation audience that can help change their life. Because ultimately, I mean, yes, we're gonna tell you all day long, get in the room, get in the room, get in the room. But if you put this in your ears long enough, if you pay attention this long enough, if you show up long enough, your life will be incredibly different. And that's the goal. That's the purpose, that's the mission. Because uh, like you, I don't, I don't know anything anyone else doesn't know. I just show up. And it's scary sometimes, especially when you get in those five figures, especially when you get in a, I'm gonna be on six planes in three days, especially when you start doing those things. But the reward you get to go look in the mirror and be okay with who you are. And I think ultimately that's the thing that we seek the most. Brian, this conversation has been absolutely incredible, my friend. Before I ask you my last question, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, oh, man, it's been an honor and thank you. It, it's great to share things that are from real battle-tested life experiences. So um, I would love to connect up, www.briancovey.com, pretty easy. I'm over on IG. It's thebriancovey.com because somebody had my name, which is always fun. And I would love to hear more of your journey. Connect up. Uh, do read my DMs and comments there and would love to support your journey. Amazing, my friend. Of course, we'll put the links in the show notes for everyone who checks out thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. My last question for you, my friend, is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? What a powerful word. Um, you know, I was thinking about that before we came on and just the title and everything. And, and unbroken in my life has been times that I wanted to quit and, and times that I probably did quit mentally a little bit in the situation and, and just wanted to throw in the towel and give up. And it would have been easier. Life could have been different, you know, just to quit in the moment and have regrets later that I would have paid for um, probably more so. I look at unbroken as all of us are going to be challenged in different ways. Your story and my story, we may have a lot more in common than we ever thought as you listen to this today. But the reality is we're all going to face challenges going forward, like not even in our past, but going forward. And to be unbroken means you're going to show up every day as your best version of yourself. You're not going to quit on that better version of you. Because one day I believe we're going to meet 
our maker. We're going to meet God and he's going to ask us what we did with our talents and our gifts and our opportunities in this life to make an impact on people. And Unbroken to me is to continue on the mission and to inspire and encourage and be a lighthouse, be a beacon of hope for people to show them that I've been broken down to a point where I wanted to quit and throw in the towel and, and everything you can imagine there and more that we didn't even cover today. You were created for a reason and to be unbroken means you're going to show up another day. You're going to show up and be your best self. And so commit to that person. The world needs you, your family, your friends, the people you love, they need you. And showing up unbroken doesn't mean that you're perfect. It means you show up as you are, who you are, and give your gifts back. That's what we were called to do and support other people. So that'd be, that'd be my message on it, man, is just use what you have and the experiences for good. The world needs more of that. Brilliantly said, my friend, and I could not agree more. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that, Unbroken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.